Hey everyone, welcome to the Communication Coach Podcast, where I'm going to help you to create successful change through powerful and honest conversations. I am your host, Nikki Perfect. Everybody and it's Nikki, the communication coach here. I apologise straight away for my gruff and rough kind of voice going on. Um, at the weekend, I was part of a dragon boat team. Uh, I was playing the drum and shouting out the numbers. And of course, being nearly 50, I got completely carried away with the excitement and the emotion and the competitive side of the day. And I was shouting my loudest and trying to keep the team on track and doing all the timing and as a result I have pretty much lost my voice so I will speak as loud as I can into the microphone I've turned all the volumes up in the hope that the sound will still be clear and good enough to listen through the headphones on a busy train so welcome to episode 29 and today's episode is called epic fail and what I learned For those of you that have been following my podcast, you'll know that for the last 10, 12 weeks, I have been very busy building up a brand spanking new business whereby I've bought a garage workshop and showroom, kept the workshop going and have been converting the car showrooms into a gym and a coffee shop. Everything is now up and open. I have to say it's probably been one of the hardest experiences of my life and still continues to pose challenges on a day-to-day basis in a good and an informative way but today I've just thought rather than give you the way of how you should do it you know the book version and also my experience of learning from talking to people over and over again in crisis I've met quite a few people in crisis over the last few weeks and at times myself have been the person in crisis because I always say you know, as a hostage and crisis negotiator, you you come um, and meet people who are often at the end of their tether and can see no way forward to the point whereby they are seriously considering taking their own life. Or you're with families who are going through the most traumatic time of their life because one of their loved ones is caught up in an incident. And when you build those relationships and you look at what's happening, it's a real crisis for that person, but I'm a great believer that every day each one of us goes through our own little mini crises and we deal with them in different ways. So for example, it might be losing your keys, it might be getting home from work and you're tired and the house is a mess so you lose your rag about something, lose your rag for those of you who are not living in the UK means you get annoyed and frustrated. So you might take that out on the people that you love or shout at somebody. Something might happen in a shop that might be the tip of the iceberg. You feel like you're not getting the service you deserve or something's gone wrong and you're looking to blame somebody, which we're all great at, by the way, is always looking to blame other people. And I absolutely include myself in this. So today I thought I'd tell you about an incident. I won't name any names. But what I learned from that, because I have ponders on it and looked at it retrospectively and what I could have done better, and there are lots of things that I could have done better. I noticed there's a new book out about emotions and communication, which I think is such a powerful thing because when you're emotional, your conversation, your behavior are completely different from when you are rational and logical. And if you look at your own life when you have arguments with people or when you replay the same story in your head, 
often making up the events that are going on in there to fit how your story is and your beliefs whether you will accept that or not I'll leave that up to you but the more self-aware you become the more you realize that we'll often look to blame somebody else and when we look to blame somebody else we take away take away from uh, the responsibility and we'll live into the belief that we are right and we'll only listen or find ways of making ourselves right and because of that we are not very good then at communicating and our behavior suffers and a lot of it is about control and managing expectations so the scenario i have today is just working at the local garage i'm exceptionally tired at the moment i won't you know try and pull the wool over anyone's eyes it's been a real hard graft if you're ever thinking of setting up your business just be very mindful of the hard graft it is at the beginning and the emotions that you go through and I was in the garage and there something had happened just the day before whereby somebody hadn't been served petrol right at the very end of the day. Everything was closed up, everybody was cashed up and everybody was on their way out and somebody drove past the closed signs and wanted to be served petrol. Now we work in a small community and it probably would have been an easy option just to say yeah of course you can have the petrol but everybody was on their way to do different things now you'll all have a different view of that you know some will say well you, you were closed it's quite obvious you're closed and other people will say actually you could have just taken the time out to do a, a kind thing and just help help that person out with the petrol anyway the circumstances were that he didn't get the petrol for whatever reason and I'll have my side of the story, he'll have his, and the lady working with me will have hers. We'll all have a different side of the story, we'll all have, have our own belief systems. But that's not the part I want to talk to you about today. Uh, what I'd like to talk to you about is the conversation that I then had with him the next day. So he phones up the garage and he asked to speak to me personally. And as soon as I saw the name, I... I have an immediate reaction based on my belief. Now, I'm not saying any of this is true, but perhaps you can relate to this, is when you have an opinion of somebody, it taints the way you behave towards them. And it will taint what you do and what you don't do. So, for example, you are more likely to help out somebody you like who you are more likely to help out somebody who has helped you out before. It's called the law of reciprocity. You are more likely to take time and listen to somebody that you have respect for, that you regard in a particular way. And you are less likely to do that with somebody that you find irritating or annoying or that you don't feel has the same values or belief system as you. None of it is right. None of it is wrong. It's just the way it is. And I'd just like you to consider how you behave towards certain people. Perhaps there are people in your office that when they come and knock on your door, you know it's going to be a really difficult conversation and you already have your barriers up ready, ready to go on the defensive. So as soon as I saw the name on the piece of paper, I was exactly like that. I went into my barrier of defences. Now, normally when I would do that, I would settle my emotions down. I would take some time out. I would go and have a little chat with myself. I'd prepare a conversation in my head about what I was going to do, what I was going to say. I would look at it from all angles, including theirs and how I might feel and what my perspective might be from their perspective. In other words, I would look for the empathetic side of me before I put the call in. 
Um, that's what I normally do. I didn't do that on this occasion. <laughs> For some reason, I decided that I would make the call there and then straight away. So that was my learning number one. So if you know you're going to have an emotional conversation with somebody, if you know that somebody gets your back up, if you know that you have an emotional attachment feeling to the conversation that's going to be had, then don't have it. Don't have the conversation. Walk away. Have a chat with yourself. Calm yourself down. Get yourself back into rational, logical brain before you even go in there. So that's lesson number one. And uh, I love this because I teach this all the time. But for some reason, my emotional brain was kicking in large and it wasn't listening to any of the logical brain that it normally listens to. And so we were off and running. So I put the call straight away. And my second learning from this is that I, I didn't have any patience in this call. And I knew it as soon as I put the call in that I didn't have the patience for it because I was super tired and because I had a lot of other things going on in my life. So it wasn't just about me closing on time the day before. It wasn't just about having to get away on time that day. There was a lot of other aspects going on in my life around building a business, family, tiredness, all those sorts of things. So when you know you're at a low ebb, just remember and be self-aware enough to know that you're at that low ebb. So I wasn't rude, don't get me wrong, I wasn't rude, I wasn't aggressive, but I wasn't how I would normally be, which is empathetic and listening and patient. And as a direct result of that, when I came off the phone, I knew that I had made a mistake putting that call in. I did listen to what they said, I used reflective language, but I didn't do it in a way whereby I was actually able to be empathetic and have that good and decent conversation and recognize somebody else's emotions and what they were going through. I didn't have any of that. And so I thought I'd share that with you because some, sometimes people say to me, I always think in your life it must be really lovely because you're so self-aware. And, and actually we're all, the same, we're all the same. I get as emotional as everybody else, especially when I'm tired and when I'm hungry. And I say and do things that I regret without a shadow of a doubt. And I learnt from that conversation. So I thought I would share that conversation with you around just those little things that you can do that will ease and make life a little bit easier for everybody and make sure that we're still kind to everybody and that we are not letting our emotions drive a conversation. So that was conversation number one. Conversation number two. I wouldn't say this is an epic fail, but what I would say is, again, is taking the time out to have that conversation. And when somebody catches you out, so if you're there and they come in and they're looking, they're looking for an argument and they're living into their belief system. Now, you are never going to change that belief system. And the other thing is that there is no point in trying to tell somebody who is in an emotional and irrational mind set that their opinion and that their belief isn't true. I'm, I'm not saying I, I did that. I'm just saying that in, in this circumstances, there was another customer who there was a change of circumstances. And he became very frustrated at the change of circumstances. And he did take it out on the staff in an emotional conversation. And when I spoke to him, I was able to just be quiet with him I had my belief and he had his belief 
and everything was just going to go around in a big circle. And hindsight is marvellous, isn't it, when you reflect back on conversations. Are there different ways that you could have dealt with it? Could I have handled that a bit better? And probably, yes, probably the best thing to have done there would have been to say, um, I, I, you know, I'm sensing you're very frustrated and angry about this. Why don't we make a proper appointment and sit down away from here and have that conversation, a proper conversation? Now, that would have then given him the opportunity, yes or no. Maybe he'd have said, no, I don't know, because I didn't give him that opportunity. But again, it showed me how when we are in an irrational mind, our behaviour and our communication with other people is different. And also, remember, everybody has a story. So it's often not just what you're seeing at the time, but there are other things going on behind the scenes in people's lives. And it's very quick. We're very quick to make a judgment, very quick to make sure that we are right. We're very quick to then go and find affirmation from other people to prove that we are right. And again, I include myself in this completely. You know, you can then just disappear and go and find somebody that will give you the answer that you want to hear. And actually, that's not always the right answer. I have a great friend in my life who, when I'm feeling in a specific way and I want to be told that I'm right, I'll give them a ring. And then I have another friend, when I want the truth, <laughs> I'll give them a ring. So just be mindful of that. Just be mindful of how your emotions really do affect your conversation and how it's easy to get dragged into a conversation. It's easy to get dragged into you are right and that whole confrontational, combative conversation where you're listening for the parts that you are right in. So I'll leave you with that. I'm sorry about my voice. I can't really talk for much longer. So epic fail on what I've learned. And every communication and every conversation that you have is an opportunity to learn and to reflect on how it went and what went well and what didn't go quite as well and where the emotions were involved in that and how the emotions were involved in that. I hope you have a great week. I'm looking forward to getting back to doing these once a week. Please just bear with me still whilst we're doing twice, once every two weeks because of the business that we're going through. And I hope that you enjoy the sunshine. And if you're on your holidays, have a great holiday as well. So for now, have a great one. Look forward to speaking to you soon. And just be mindful of those emotional conversations. Take care. Hey everybody, Nikki again. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast and thank you for joining me. You can find me on social media at Nikki Comms Coach at Twitter and The Communication Coach on Facebook and thecommunicationcoach.co.uk. Please like, share and review and I look forward to speaking to you soon. Thank you.